Welcome to Cartridge Command, your weekly retro gaming podcast where we discuss and review the classic and not-so-classic games of the 8- and 16-bit era. I'm Nick. And I'm Eric. And this week's game is Kid Chameleon for the Sega Genesis and Mega Drive. Kid Chameleon was developed by the Sega Technical Institute and published by Sega in May of 1992 in the United States. Okay. STI. Better than STD. Yes. Was the American Development Division of Sega. Okay. Okay. Founded by Mark Carey. And they were formed to have a more Western bent to their games and for the American audience. Right on. And their first game they worked on and released was the Dick Tracy Genesis game. Oh, okay. That was... The, the superior console version, if I remember right. And then following that was this. Okay. Now, is this the same? Did they also do like Comic Zone, I think, later? Yes. Or, okay. And uh, Green Dog, the beach surfer dude. Okay. I never played it, but I, I do remember Green uh, Dog. But they were closed uh, in 1996. Oh, okay. Um, after problems with the Japanese side. They didn't really see eye to eye on a lot of things and properties. Right. Well, that was a big thing with Sega, too, mm-hmm. for, for the whole 90s where... They're like, we're actually doing good in America, but you guys keep holding us back. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if it was the fact that the Japan side really wanted miles per hour, <laughs> and the American side insisted upon tails. Uh, man, but deep division. Sonic's X was kind of the final straw for the Japanese side. Uh, they were working on that for the Sega Saturn, mm-hmm. but development was not coming along very well, and I don't think it was ever released in the form that they any, any part of what they were working on was released. I see. Now, Kid Chameleon was uh, later released in Japan as Chameleon Kid. Mm. Uh, I think it was a year or two later. And it was also, interestingly enough, a comic strip. Really? Well, it ran in issues 7 through 12 of the Fleetway Sonic the Hedgehog comic. Oh, okay, okay. And so if you couldn't get enough of this amazing uh, world of Kid Chameleon, you can check <laughs> out his further adventures there. Well, Nick, what kind of game is Kid Chameleon? It is a side-scrolling platformer with a lot of kind of exploration, I guess, elements in there. You know, you got some pretty beefy uh-huh. levels. And one heck of a time limit. Oh, that's true. There is uh, definitely a time limit. What's it, three minutes it starts at? It is, yeah. It's one of the few games where the time limit really matters. Yeah, yeah. It's um, But luckily, there are ways to extend it. But uh, Yeah. So in this game, you can jump. You are Kid Chameleon, mm-hmm. just an average Joe in a virtual reality simulator. That's right. You're in, in a holodeck, essentially. Mm-hmm. And you have a jump, and it is a variable jump. You can move around in that jump, and it has various heights, depending on how long you hold the button or how fast you're moving. Yeah, yeah. And it is one of the hardest-to-control jumps I've encountered in a long, long time. Is it, you have to be very gregarious with your, like, pressing left or right, I don't know, because your momentum doesn't, like, halt when you land in, I don't know, certain ways. Oh, in so many ways. And the arc of the jump is, to this moment of me playing the game so much lately, a total mystery. Like, I have no idea sometimes if I'm going to have a tiny arc or a very long arc. I see. Okay, okay. I, I mean, I could control it to a degree, but I could. I would say one out of every four times I was trying to land on a single block, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I would not be anywhere close to landing on that block. Well, I was able to 
I, I kind of accidentally started developing this weird skill slash uh, strategy where um, Kid Chameleon also has another move to kind of accentuate his jump where if you are uh, next to a block mm -hmm. you're jumping on and you press the jump button, he'll grab it and kind of somersault over it. And I realized that far too late in the game. Oh, okay. Well, see, I found myself, I, like, I did it on accident a couple times, and then when I, I started counting on it, where it's like, I land on a single block, and I'm, I'm going off the other end, but if you're if you're quick and you hit your button again, he'll just grab himself and pull himself back up. So I found myself doing that, like, uh, uh, but when I was... But that skill only works when you are normal kid chameleon, correct? Yes. So, you know, it's only when you're in that one form, which right. you don't want to be, so... Exactly. Um, because... This game isn't just about Kid Chameleon jumping. He has various suits he can wear. Yeah, quite a few. Like, yeah, there's 10 helmets that let you change uh, forms. Yeah, but before we get into those, let's talk about just the various other moves he can do real quick because he sure. does have a run. Yeah, yeah. And his main offense when you are in normal Kid Chameleon mode, besides just looking cool with those sunglasses on. He's, he's a cool looking cat. Is jumping on creatures a la Mario. Yeah, you uh, get a standard stomp attack, and uh, that transfers through all, all the forms, I think. Pretty much. So it, it's something I kept forgetting I had, kind of, when mm -hmm. I would be bedazzled by other forms. It was like, no, you, you can just jump on them. Now, like a traditional Mario, you do have a momentum after you've jumped off of a character mm -hmm. from hurting it. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes too much momentum in this, in this game. It's a weird... It, it, everything is just weird. Yeah, <laughs> that is the most polite way of putting it. Um. And all throughout these levels, much like in Mario, there are bricks that you oh, must yeah. break. Yep. There are tons of, there's quite a few different types of bricks, but there, I mean blocks, but there's the standard kind of stone ones that you can smash and they will go away. And a lot of times there will be an item that falls from them. Yeah. Yeah. You can reveal there's, instead of question marks, you have like a power box. Mm -hmm. it's, a, it's a P in it. So that's where your various items are hidden. Now, unlike... Um, most traditional platforming games, once you've knocked an item out of a block, you have to go pick it up. Right, right. And that starts with our most basic of items, the coin or the crystal or the, whatever it the is. The diamonds. The diamonds, which embarrassingly, it was literally half the game before I figured out what they did. Oh, the, the yeah. You I, have... I, I went, I got 100 and then I was like, well, that didn't do anything. <laughs> so I had to go check, which I should have done in the beginning, the internet. Right, right. And uh, the diamonds are not currency. They do not give you a one-up. No. They are ammunition for your special move once you have a helmet on. Yeah, yeah. I, I think you have some, too, when you're in kid chameleon form, even, but... Um... I think you're right. I think... Um, well, let's refer to those as the diamond power. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you are right. We'll get into those here when we go through all the suits. Now, the other things that you might find, besides uh, helmets that are dropped, mm -hmm. are coins. That's right. And those are not just a... a a crappy little coin, a one one cent thing. Uh, these are a continue. Yes. Also, found that confusing at first. Yeah, yeah, it's a little weird. It doesn't really point that out. I mean, you wouldn't tell from the item unless you knew. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Now, also, I did forget to mention there are special diamond blocks that will give you 10 diamonds every once in a while. Yeah, yeah, it'll, it, and that'll kind of spell out in the pattern. And then you don't have to collect those. Those actually automatically go to your diamond count. Yeah, which is nice. Very nice. So we also mentioned that you can increase the amount of time you have per level, and those are found when you drop a clock out of one of the boxes. Which is always a nice surprise because it adds three minutes up to a maximum of 9.59, I think, Okay, and on your timer. For a lot of these levels, towards the back half of the game, you have to find a clock. 
Yeah, it's um, there's almost no way to get through the level without it. Well, I oh yeah, I found that in general because I was kind of poking around in the game and it was like there were clocks everywhere, so I, I didn't really run up against the uh, the time limit that much. But in certain levels, you I, I feel like it's intentional that you are like it's a, it's a real time chase. Mm-hmm. And then I think there's one more item to be found. Yeah, and it's an Ankh. Yeah, you know the ancient Egyptian symbol of life. Yeah, um, it's like a resurrection symbol or something. Um, yeah. If you've ever played any of the Ultima series, then you're very familiar with the symbol. So, And it is a free man. Yeah. Um, so You'll find those pretty generously, I think. And then... Along with your time limit, you also have a score, which you get uh, an extra life every 50,000 points. And you get bonuses at the end of each level. They will give you uh, score bonuses, point bonuses, based on the amount of time you have left. And then other various... Things you've done, like not getting hit. Yeah, you can get a no hit bonus. You can get a, a bonus for not getting any of the prize boxes. Uh-huh. There's one for your... You get a speed bonus if you beat it under a certain amount of time. Okay. In addition to your, you know, just general time points. And you get one for taking the shortest path. Okay. Which I've done some of those on accident. Uh, always an accident for me. But they're like 5,000 points a piece or 10,000 something. Like, it's a pretty decent... When, chunk, I, when I would get know? two or three of those, I almost always got a free man. Yeah, yeah. So it's uh, pretty cool. And then there are continues, like we said. You start with three, mm-hmm. and you can get more if you find those coins. Yeah, and I mean... They start you back at the level that you died on. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you're going to need them, probably. <laughs> yes. And then, of course, the real fun part of this game are the various suits that the kid chameleon changes from. That's right. Or into. Yeah, yeah. Let's talk about those now, because you start out as just your standard, super cool 90s kid. That's right. Leather jacket and shades on. Mm-hmm. And he uh, has, of course, the jump, the run, but he does have a power that uses the diamond power. And yeah. uh, it's different depending on how much, how many diamonds you have. Yeah, yeah. And, like, I would accidentally do them, kind of, because it's a weird... You have to press your... Uh... Oh, I would never... In a million years, thought you would accidentally press start and A or whatever it is at the same time. Yeah, your special button. Well, it's it was because I would be like in the middle of some hairy situation and I was trying to just pause it to take to think about or figure something out. And I was hitting that button and then I was like, oops, but I, I don't know. You get to see what they do, I guess. Mm-hmm. Well, there's a few I actually relied on towards the end of the game a lot. Sure. Yeah, they're, they're pretty cool. But never the basic one for Kid Chameleon himself. The Circle of Doom. Yeah, and that's for 20 to 49 uh, diamonds. And it's just a circle of diamonds that spins around you. Yeah, it'll hurt hurt enemies. Yeah, I mean, it's all right. And if you have 50 to 99 diamonds, you get the Death Snake. Yeah, a little trail of diamonds comes out. And it, I mean, I don't know how long it lasts. At least 10 10 to 20 seconds. There's a pretty decent amount of time. And it just cruises around the, the screen, killing enemies. Now, how many diamonds do you lose when you use it? It's 50, correct? You lose 50, yeah, okay. yeah. And then 20, you know, like for, it's always the minimum. Right. 20 if you use the base one, 50 mm-hmm. if you've got over 50. Yeah, yeah. And then the most, the next most common suit you'll have is the knight. Yeah, the iron knight. And, you know, oh, I have, we'll get into how I feel about the graphics of this game later. <laughs> but this suit looks like two different suits cobbled together. Because for some reason, I, you know, you've got a knight's helmet on. And it's that, that round box, yeah, toe box yeah. kind of style helmet. It's, it's a strange helmet. <laughs> but then you're you're not wearing any body armor. You've got like orange robes on or tunic or something. Sure, yeah, yeah. It's, it just doesn't little... sit well with me. Uh, the helmet to me totally looks like 
the disguise that Princess Leia wears in Return of the Jedi, where it's got like the oh, man. you know I, that, that that horizontal visor, yeah. Bausch Leia. Yeah, Bausch Leia. Yep. Now I, th- I thought of it more as a uh, Mighty Python uh, Black Knight. Okay. Style helmet. Okay. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Yeah. It's so a, I f- thought it was I, it was goofy either way. It is goofy. It's an interesting choice. Like they could have just went with a standard helmet, but they didn't. They did not. But the knight's pretty cool because, you know, oh, I guess we didn't talk about the hit points, really. No, because we did not, and we should, because you get three hit points, or no, you get two hit points when you are Cape Chameleon. Yeah, and, you know, if they're depleted, you're dead. Right, but if you are in a suit, you have a different amount of hit points, usually. Yeah, it's usually three, but in the case of the Iron Knight, you get five. And if you get down below the zero if you get to zero in your suit you turn back to kid chameleon yeah in his street clothes yes but if you find a new helmet even if it's the same one it will refill your health yeah yeah if it doesn't switch you to a new suit yes which is i mean sometimes you're just switching suits just to get life back you know but many times it's uh it's useful so the iron knight he has five hit points which is awesome yeah yeah but he also has a different um new form of agency where when he does a jump and you press down-ish. Yeah, yeah. You can now break the very blocks that you could only jump up into. That's right. So, a la a spin jump in Mario. Yeah, so you can... You know, Just with much less control. Break down. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> um, and it also, the knight can also climb up walls. Which I also didn't realize for many, many levels. Because there's a couple levels where I'm like, well, that, I don't... <laughs> once, there's a point where you have to, and that's when we figured it out. Okay, okay. Yeah, it, well, it's... You don't think of knights in armor being what climbs up walls easily, but... No, and it's an interesting wall climb mechanic because you have to hit the button to climb the wall. Yeah, it's like each press of it scales upwards a little bit. And you can't really jump off a wall. You can just kind of fall off of it. Yeah, and you can't like jump onto a wall and grab on halfway. You got to walk up to the bottom and then start plugging away. Yeah, so you have to be very careful when you dismount the wall. Mm Mm-hmm. But yeah, and it's, I mean, it's a pretty decent speed if you can, you know, get jamming on the, the mm-hmm. special button. Oh, so, for sure. <laughs> you know. And then his diamond powers, Nick. What's his base one? The 20 to 49? The tw- uh, For 20 diamonds, you can get a circle of doom, just like uh, Kid Chameleon. Mm-hmm. And then the 50 to 99 power? That's the extra hit point. Yeah, that's pretty amazing. Which I've actually never used. Like, does it just heal you or does it give you one to your max, I wonder? Uh, it's just to your max. That's pretty sweet. And it remains there till you die. So if you get another helmet, it will refill it all the way up to that new hit point level. Okay, cool. A new knight's helmet, let me say. Right, right. The next suit you will find is the red stealth suit. Yeah, it's an interesting samurai uh, suit helmet mm-hmm. as well. And the samurai now has uh, three hit points. Mm-hmm. And it also has a new attack or feature. Well, yeah, you have a sword uh, attack that you can use to slash at uh, foes in front of you. Very, very close in front of you. It's weird, man, because it, it, it's, I feel like it's a little longer than it looks, but it is not long. It's No. It's more like the it's raccoon like, tail. Like, yeah, it's range. like having a dagger instead yeah. of a sword. <laughs> it's the thing that really bothered me as a kid when you get a character with a sword and it has like the tiniest front hitbox. Yeah, it's like change the sprite or just something else. Yeah. You know, Zelda 2 is a famous uh, offender there. Now, the other bonus to being the red stealth is that you also have a way of breaking box below you. Yeah, you have a, um, a downward slash or a, a Well, stab. a pogo jump. Yeah, yeah. Not unlike uh, Scrooge McDuck. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It doesn't work on normal land, but it does allow you to downslash into enemies. Yep. But also into those same blocks that you would break 
as the knight or if you would jump up and hit them. Yeah, and it seems to be stronger-ish than mm-hmm. a normal jump. Like, there's certain enemies yes. that would take two jumps to, you know, bounce off their heads twice to kill them. And, but uh, some, with the sword downward attack, it's only one. And it is also a more focused downward breaking attack. If you're just going for a block breaking. Yeah, yeah. The knight is on a bounce when he does it. Oh, definitely, yeah. And the samurai, you can just repeat straight down. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, it's also worth noting that the red stealth has uh, the largest jump of any. You get a different jump where you can really get some extra height. Yeah, and there are many times where I would choose him or try to keep him just for that ability. It's very useful, yeah. Uh, because there are, you know, we didn't mention that, that each suit does have a different jump height. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there are certain points you cannot get through without this character or different characters' jumps. Sure, yeah. You need, yeah, some of the levels are designed that way. So Yeah, I got stuck on one and had to start over because I was like, <laughs> I don't know what to do. <laughs> but uh, the Red Stealth has two diamond powers just like the rest. His base diamond power is the Samurai Haze. Yeah, for 20 diamonds, it will slow down all the enemies. That's right. But for 50 to 99 diamonds, and you, you get the Death Snake, which is the same as the... Knights before yeah, him. Yeah. Yep, pretty, uh, it's okay, I guess. Mm-hmm. Uh, the next helmet you will find is the Berserker helmet. Uh, yes, where you're a, a strange, you're like the Rhino from Spider-Man's enemies. Yeah, I was really unsure as to what they were going for, because it kind of looks like a skull mm-hmm. face helmet. Yeah, it's so strange. And, but really, yes, you are just the Rhino. Pretty much, yeah, and um, your special power is you can charge through certain bricks and obstacles, you know? Uh-huh. But only when you are running. Yeah. So you got to get your speed up. Mm-hmm. And then you can also run through enemies as well when you're in that mode. It's certain, yeah. I See, I certain never enemies. got the handle for this. This is maybe my least favorite suit. Like, mm-hmm. there's certain there levels where you have to use it to, you know, knock stuff out of your way. But eh, it, it just wasn't my favorite, I guess. No, it also has three hit points. I feel like it should have four. But what who am I to judge? Yeah, give it something, you know. Mm-hmm. And it also has two diamond powers. That's right. For 20 diamonds, you get invulnerability, which is not a bad thing. I, I'm not sure how long it lasts, but that's a good way to cheese your way past certain spiky obstacles or things. True. And then for its uh, 50 to 99 diamond one, you get the Wall of Death. Yeah, which I never used, uh, but sounds pretty cool because it apparently disintegrates all enemies and obstacles. Yeah, it's just a big wall of diamonds that sweeps across the screen. It's a screen clearer. Gotcha. So, yeah. But again, I did not really use it very much. Unlike the next suit, which I used as much as possible. Oh, yes. One of the best. The Maniacs. Yes. Uh, you are Jason Voorhees. A la Friday the 13th, part three and beyond. <laughs> oh, right. With the hockey mask classic. It really reminds me of, what's it, Rick from Splatterhouse? Very Splatterhouse-y because you're also wearing, like, overalls. Yeah, you're like a sleeve. Coveralls. Sleeveless overalls. Um, so, yeah, you're basically... Those two murderer characters. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, and um, your special power with the maniacs is throwing like a hatchet or a, a yeah. cleaver. And so it you... goes across the entire screen, right? Yeah, yeah. I think you can have two on screen at once. It's one of your it's rare... the best free... offensive weapon in the game. Yeah, yeah, because you don't get ranged attacks that don't consume diamonds. So, yeah. you know, enjoy it. And he gets three hit points and uh, doesn't have any special block-breaking powers, sadly. No, no. Just but it does norm. have two diamond powers, just like the rest. Yeah, the, the first one for 20, you get the Circle of Death back again. Everyone's favorite. And then the second one is an extra life. Yeah, which is where I dumped most of my diamonds when I was playing. I could see that. 
whenever I would get it, you know, I would just keep my diamonds up. And if I, you know, sometimes I'd, like I said, I would accidentally use them somehow, but mm-hmm. mostly it would just be whenever I got him cash in 50 and then, you know, but I don't know how necessary it was. Uh, yeah. Well, I know it wasn't for me cause I cheated a lot. Well, I did too. So, so uh, <laughs> next up we have possibly one of the more problematic parts of this game. I don't know. <laughs> um, it is the juggernaut juggernaut but i guess not because it is a uh it's a helmet with a skull mask that drops that you pick up yeah it's like a german world war one spike on the top helmet yeah like a prussian yeah yeah thing but you aren't just a man anymore no you are inside a a tank that's you know it's pretty wide Mm -hmm. and And it shoots skulls yeah bouncy skulls you know and you can have quite a few on the screen you can have like four of them they bounce around um they have an interesting little trajectory that you can use to, you know. Yeah, and you might think that this is the best thing you could get in the game because you're in a tank, you have a way to shoot. Mm-hmm. But I found it not, not the best. It was very unwieldy. Well, it is in, in many levels, like, but there are certain parts of levels where if you see, for example, if there's a series of one-block thick platforms, yes. you know, and there's a row of them. Like, unlike in Super Mario Brothers, you can't just hold down your run and then run over them. You'll fall. Yes. Unless, if you're the juggernaut, you're too wide. So you can abuse that kind of. Yeah. Otherwise, it, and, and interesting enough, we did also forget to mention that uh, you can duck in this game and crawl. Yeah, yeah. And the juggernaut also can crawl. It's kind of hilarious. You go down inside the tank. Yeah, and it shuts the hatch. Shuts the hatch. It's pretty cool. <laughs> but for the most part, I, I found it just to be... Too, you know, too big and unwieldy yeah. to, to deal with effectively in a level, and it and its jump is weird as well. Well, it's yeah, it, it, but since you are such an oblong sprite, you know, it's hard to like fit yourself sometimes or get around certain jumps and stuff. But it's more of a firepower thing. I don't know. I, I didn't use it. If I got it, I wasn't holding on to it necessarily unless you needed it in a level or right. And it has a more unique set of powers because it doesn't have the standard twenty to forty nine. Yeah, yeah, and fifty to ninety nine power. Yeah, you get a sweet five-way shot. And you can just use that whenever, and that does, uh, well, it shoots five diamonds in, in different directions, but it costs those five diamonds to shoot it. Yeah, it's a, it's a pretty wide spread, actually. It's pretty cool. Like, I feel like there's something there if you were trying to make it work. Like, you're like, right. I, I like the Juggernaut because it has this sweet thing. If you could somehow get it to a boss, maybe? I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I, I didn't. <laughs> no, I was never close to that. Uh, next up, we have my other favorite. Yes suit and that is the micromax a strange little suit because you are turned into a little fly man yeah very reminiscent of the original fly yeah yeah uh the vincent price film sure yeah yeah you're a man with a fly's head yeah yeah it's like baxter stockman with normal arms true but but in addition to having the fly head you shrink yeah you're a nice little you're an even smaller little guy and you can grab onto walls kind of yeah, and not only can you grab onto the wall, but you can do like a wall jump from that. Yeah, which is great. Uh, this was where I felt the m- most in control of my character was Correct. when I had Micromax. I was like, I, I'm I'm in charge now. <laughs> yes, because you can climb vertically up a single wall by wall jumping back to it. Yeah. Or across a gap to another wall. Yeah, back and forth. Yeah. In fact, I held on to this as much as possible for the last portion of the game. Because there's so many tricky jumps that if you have this, it makes it so much easier. Agreed. Yep. It's great. Then in addition to that um, wall sticking power, which really is interesting because you just hold down your button to do it, which is the nice part. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's really intuitive. And you press your direction. He has two diamond powers. And I used this one a lot as well. 
Yeah, with the mini snake. Yeah. Which uh, for yeah, it just comes seeks out enemies and kills them. It's and when you don't really have much uh, you know offensive agency as a tiny guy, <laughs> yeah, it really helps you get through some sticky areas. Yeah, definitely. And I mean, for fifty diamonds, you can do the swift mini snake or mini snake, which <laughs> goes faster. It is. It is a quicker version of that mini snake. But yeah, I mean, since you have that refinement to your movement, it is much much better. Yeah, I, I leaned on the micro max quite a bit. All right, following that, we have the most confusing suit. <laughs> the one I thought was going to be very cool and then was very disappointed in. It's a weird suit. This... It is Iclops. Yeah, Iclops. You get a cool visor helmet, mm-hmm. put it on, and then you're wearing like a weird green Cyclops suit. Pretty much, yeah. You're like the X-Man. And then you hit your button. You're like, whoa, I shot out the, a beam across the screen. What does it hurt? Yeah, yeah. And the very first time I did it, I killed an enemy with it. So I just thought it was a... Well, yeah. damage doing thing. Sometimes it was it just weaker enemies. I couldn't. I didn't no. I'll think... tell you what happens. So the the what this power does, which I had to look up at first, was it makes block hidden blocks appear. Oh, and if they appear on top of an enemy, and if the block ah. appears on top of an enemy, it kills it. Got you. Yeah, it's a big. So it's just luck. Yeah, it's a big cone kind of wave forward that reveals hidden blocks. Mm-hmm. And there are specific levels where you just basically have to have this guy to get. To reveal the passages and stuff. Yeah, otherwise yeah. you can't make it through. Right. And when he reveals a block, it only stays revealed for a short period of time as well. So you got to get moving, yeah. Yeah, I don't I don't like it one bit. I, well, um, yeah, I was a little disappointed, but I do like the his diamond power, the Fatal Beam. Now, he does have three hit points, just to oh, throw that out there, like everyone else. That's right, yep, yep. But yes, the Fatal Beam is the exact same. It, it shoots out like a white spread, but for two diamonds, it does damage this time. So. Yeah. And it doesn't. He doesn't have that twenty to forty nine power or the other one. Right, right. It's just the fatal beam. Now the biggest problem is that pressing start and your special button is a big pain in the butt. Yeah, unless you map your buttons weird, <laughs> so. uh, which I wasn't playing on a mappable emulator. Sadly, got you. Well, you know. So therefore, if I wish I did, because that would have made a lot of those powers more useful. But when you need to attack something, you're not going to take your hand off the D pad right. to hit the start button. Well, it's. Actually, um, one of the rare times where an actual old school Genesis controller, because it had the start button above your three oh, buttons yeah. on the right, so you could just, you know what I mean, mash both. I think, but because I wasn't playing on a Nintendo Switch Pro controller, right, right. Well, I wasn't, yeah. I and that is, there's no way to hit those two things well. No, th- there wasn't on mine either. So I, I mean, I could have mapped them around, but yeah. uh, following that, you have another suit that you think is going to be awesome but turns out to be much less awesome than anticipated <laughs> it's the sky cutter and but no it's even cooler you get a hoverboard that's right but it's not cool because it's not a fun to control hoverboard it it's a little tricky uh because it's you start moving forward immediately. you're always moving forward no matter what yeah, or backwards can... just depending on what direction you're facing yeah so you can't stop and you but you can if you jump and then press your special button, you will flip. And then so you can ride on the ceiling and vice versa. But if you hit the top of like the sky, you just reverse and fall back down. Yeah, you will bounce off of. Yep. And it is not instantaneous that that jump to the other direction. No, it's a little strange. There's because, a weird dip to it. Yet You have to be in the air and then you kind of flip over. It, it kind of reminds me of like in Metal Storm, the way you flip. Similar, yeah. You know what I mean? Except for in Metal Storm, you're not... Um, being propelled forward the whole time. Well, and you're invincible when you do it. You yeah, turn into a fireball. Which not in this. <laughs> no, no. Um, it's one that if unless the level requires it, I don't know. It's it's faster. 
yeah, you, know, you move pretty fast. So there are certain ways you can, I just use it and just go, hey, screw it. I'm barreling through and see what happens. You Basically, know? that's what it's mainly for because there are a few levels where it's designed around that. Mm-hmm. And I think there's a chase level, which we'll get into all, all the types of levels later. But no, oh, sure. Uh, it's definitely useful and in, in, or you needed in that level. But otherwise, I avoided this thing if I could. Yeah, it's it's not something. It, I guess it's better than nothing sometimes. True, you know? true. Uh, now it does have two diamond powers. Sure does. You've got the invulnerability, which you need, and you know that's a good combo because you can move so fast and really take advantage of the time limit of your invincibility. Yeah, but that's the main way I would use the sky cutter is to just invincibility and try to plow through a level. You know, yeah, as quickly as possible. I think it's that's the best. And then for 50 diamonds, you can also get the Death Snake. So that's there too. Yep. And then the final suit, the amazing Cyclone. Yeah. You find a winged helmet, put it on, and you get a cool purple outfit. Yes. And then you can, you get the special power of Whirlwind Flight. Yeah. You have uh, three hearts. And when you jump and are in the air, you can press the C button repeatedly and it will spin you. And when you are spinning, you the faster you hit it, the more vertical air you'll get. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it's kind of like a P wing in a way, where you just got to keep. You got to. You don't run out of spins. You know, you just got to keep jamming on it to keep yourself aloft. Mm-hmm. And it has a weird arc to it, though. It's not very easy to traverse like tight areas in that form. Yeah, and it is an exciting form because it's kind of rare, especially in the early parts of the game. But I don't even think I saw it till the last third. I got in one. I took a weird sequence of warps one time, and I was like, "Holy cow! I got the cyclone! Uh, I'm so excited!" And yeah. then I accidentally got the very first helmet I came across, so I was not happy with myself. Mm. And when you are in cyclone mode, you can also land on creatures and hurt them. Yeah, I, I can see where, especially certain bosses later, if you have the cyclone where you can like hover right above, and then there's one boss I really used it on quite well, ding down on them. But yeah, pretty cool. And, of course, the Cyclone has two diamond powers in addition to its three hit points. Mm -hmm. You have the Slashing Rain as its first 20 to 49. Yeah, which, was that shoot out a little rain thing or something? I I didn't use any of either of these. It is just like the Wall of Diamonds, except for it's a Rain of Diamonds. Oh, okay. It's just a screen clearer. Okay, okay. Well, and then you have the Tracking Rain for 50 diamonds, which, is that just home in on them, I guess? Yep. Yeah. All right, fair enough. It's similar to the snake that homes in on things, except for you just have multiple going after different enemies, so it's a little better. Right, right. Because the snake just does one at a time. Right, right. Oh, that's cool. Cool powers. Well, Nick, this is a Sega-published game for their new edgy system. Oh, yeah. Please tell me it had a decent manual. Uh, It does. Um, It's uh, mostly dedicated to... Explaining the different helmets, the different forms, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, the gameplay is familiar but different. So, it, you know, it, it tells you what to expect there. What about artwork? Well, it's got some great artwork because there's each of the helmets has these awesome, like, sketchy looking, like, I don't know, like, I guess I'm guessing it was ink, you know, pen yeah. and ink or something. But they're all like, you know, it's all black and white, but they look awesome. Like they I look did w- glance at them and they're like way more uh adult and hardcore looking yes no they look like badass so yeah. it's uh it's pretty cool in the game you're more cartoony definitely yeah so it's very interesting i feel like this was uh for me it's kind of like final fantasy artwork 
Yeah, yeah. And it's like, whoa, it's like that gothic, super detailed like <laughs> drawings of the people. And then you go play the game, and it's just like, oh, tiny little well, sprite. That's what the symbols represent. Right. Or, and this know. is like the American version of that, where instead of like that <laughs> detailed anime drawing, you get this like gritty, I'm like a tough dude drawing. Uh, yeah, they definitely have some like super heroic proportions. And I don't know. Um, but all worth looking at if you can find a copy. I would say, yeah, or, or you want to look at a scan, check it out. It's worth it for just the artwork. Um, the story, which we haven't really talked about, is minimal, but... Well, there is a guy that started a, it's a new arcade game. Yeah, Wildside. And it's a VR game. Yeah. The kids have been disappearing into it. Yeah. Um, they say that no one who has entered has ever come out. Which is, you know, it's uh, interesting that they would keep operating this game. Right. right, Or, I don't know, or anyone would keep playing? I don't know. Right. Until Kid Chameleon comes to town. And he's going to show this game what for. That's, That's right, because he's got shades. He's got a leather jacket. His, it's so funny where it's like he's a gunslinger or something just rolling into town. There's a game no one can beat, but he can beat it. Like well, Kid Chameleon's beating some games. This is something <laughs> I kind of like it because it's so dumb. Like, yeah. You know? But, yeah, it goes through all your uh, forms, blocks, items, you know, lays it all out in a pretty logical manner. So you could figure answer any questions you might have. So check it out. Cool. Well, Nick, what was your personal history with this game, Kid Chameleon? I have never played this game before this podcast, so I had none. Have you seen it? Yeah, I, it's one of these mini games I saw ads for, you know, uh -huh. but on a system I didn't own. So, you know, even if I thought it looked cool, I was like, I'm not going to tease myself. So I remember seeing the box, uh, you know, at the Toys R Us mm -hmm. and being mm -hmm. like, okay, that looks like it could be cool. Yeah, yeah. And then, of course, um, I didn't mention, but it has been on many Genesis collections throughout the years. Yeah, ever so since. So I'd seen it on them, but I never, you know, got the gumption to play it. Yeah, well, it's it's one of those names that gets thrown around a lot once I got to the point where I'm like, well, I can check out a lot of these old games that I couldn't before, and, you know, it was always up there. So, mm -hmm. pretty cool. Which brings us to our more recent experience with this game. And, uh, well, you suggested it. And I said, sure, because it was on the Genesis collection yeah. for the Switch. So easy to play for me. Yeah, I, I knew nothing about it. So, <laughs> And um, I played it. Well, I thought I was going to play it like twice and beat it. And then I looked at a guide and realized I was base barely halfway through the game. Yeah, I did not know that this game has 103 levels. So, Nor did I. And at that point, I was like, oh. And... Uh, <laughs> So I just made it a point from that from that day on to play a good fifteen to twenty minutes a day. Yeah, which I think lasted me another three or four days until I finally did complete it. There you go. Yeah, it's at that point cheating my butt off because the the version I played does have that rewind feature. Sure. Yeah. And before I was just like quick saving at the beginning of each level mm -hmm. and like I'm gonna get through this level legit. Yeah. Yeah. And then at that point I was like, no, I'm rewinding every failed jump. <laughs> I'm rewinding every hit I take almost. I mean, to a point. I mean, there's too many times where I wasn't going to spend an hour rewinding trying to get through certain areas. I was like, I'll take that hit. There's going to be another helmet up here soon. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I did beat it with that uh, ultra cheaty method. Mm -hmm. And then, oddly enough, um, my son played it. I, I had him play it first. And he was like, this game is weird. And he was not a big fan. Yeah. But there was like a sick uh, competition between us <laughs> where we were like trying to beat it first. Okay. I don't know. Neither of us. I'm going to come out here. I didn't really enjoy this game. Okay, okay. And towards the end, uh, at some point, we had texted about it. Mm -hmm. And you said you were kind of digging it. Yeah, yeah. And it blew our minds. We're like, <laughs> does Nick really like this game? 
And we were like, all right, I'm going to give it some more time. Maybe there's something we didn't see in it. Right, right. And then we were like, all right, if Nick likes this game, we're going to – we, we got to <laughs> – for some reason, that lit his fire. He's like, I'm going to beat this game before you do. And I was like, <laughs> no, I'll, I'll beat it first, but I'm not going to enjoy it. Sure, yeah. Um, which he did not. He has not beaten it yet. He got very close to the end. He's uh, like, whatever. Yeah. Well, it's – He has moved on, and I, I – he saw me beat it, and that was, I think, enough for him. Sure, yeah. Yeah, um, I beat this, and I also cheated um, because the real – Problem with this game is that it doesn't have passwords, or you know, I was safe standing because there's no way I'm gonna beat in one go. Like, I mean, I guess if you got really good and you can cruise through all these levels super quick, mm-hmm. but you know, I think the shortest path is still like 50 levels. So, you're, which you're looking at, like, I don't know, what would you say, three hours? Yeah, yeah, of so, gameplay, which which is pretty tough. So, yeah, I safe stated in between levels, and I mean, they call the last level the marathon or the plethora. There, oh, there isn't the one that's a marathon? The, oh, maybe, yeah. The boss is, the last boss is the plethora. Yeah, the, the last level is called the marathon because they're like, <laughs> suckers. Yeah. But, yeah, so I just kind of played it five or six times for about half hour, hour, you know? Yeah. Where, I, I mean, at some point I would start to get, I'd beat a couple levels and then maybe get frustrated and stop. But Yeah, I would usually later. stop at a, like some sort of really obnoxious jumping area. Right, right. Or, you know, I was trying to beat a boss every time i played but i would like okay. almost get there but and then after um i did realize that i was only halfway through the game that's when i started going to maps as well yeah that's well, when i was like i'm looking at every map and i'm finding uh, because we didn't mention there are multiple paths through this game yeah it's so at that point bizarre. i was like i'm going to take the shortest path to the end of this game right, for straight straightforward sure yeah all right folks it is now the general chat portion of our show and i would just like to start by saying there are so many powers in this game but so few i actually care to use or want to i see it really I, broke my heart with the exception of the berserker i at least somewhat like all of the things you know what i mean uh-huh. all of the powers in different situations really and, like i never looked forward like oh i'm gonna get that night helmet i mean i like the night you get extra life and you can smash stuff down it's more of like uh i don't know there's like the vastness of all the levels and the different paths where it was like i really was like i'm looking for stuff now like when i was that's when i enjoyed this game the most was when i was just piddling around with it before the time crunch where i was like i gotta beat this game so yeah i would also say that would be great if the controls were better it's not really fun to explore in this game see i i actually got there by the time i had beaten like the second boss or something i noticed i was like this game just feels easier where i was like i think i just finally was able to uh, acclimate to the weird because it is a weirdly handling game i wish i did i really do because for me that horrible fiddly jump man just got me so bad it's yeah it's weird and that momentum of when you not just the jump itself of like am i gonna land on this block it's like am i gonna land on this block and be able to stop moving right right and you know if you don't have the base outfit on you're just flying right off it yeah, it's a weird momentum stuff that, you know, I just eventually kind of got used to, I guess, kind of. But it's, it, I mean, it's... It involved too much stopping and tapping for me. And I just felt like I wanted to be able to run through a game that's See, a platformer, not just For a me, I had jumping. to learn to stop tapping because it would be like when I'd land and I'd be trying to squiggle left and right to stop myself. But it's like if I would just let off the D-pad, then he would just land. Right. So it was a weird... I mean the tapping for, to align yourself at the beginning of the jump. Okay. Like, I, yeah. I don't know. But either way. It's just, just this game feels so much like Super Mario Brothers 3, but everything's off by like two inches. So right. you, you know what I mean? You have to like slightly relearn everything because most of your 
reflexes are applicable, but you just can't do them exactly the same. It's yeah, it's frustrating. And a lot of these levels are veering into airplane hangar levels for me. They are very big, and there are one or two paths through it, but mm-hmm. it's like, how much stuff can we put in this giant box to make it longer from point A to point B? Right, right. See, most of these levels, I give them a pass because there are different exits and stuff to where I'm like, you don't have to look for them. And if you do find them, you can find these other weird levels. Like, there are some very carefully created, like, paths through this game where it's like if you get an early weird suit that you normally wouldn't get, like a cyclone early on, that can allow you to get to some shortcuts or other paths later that lets you skip. Or you can skip certain types of levels you don't like. Like, there are... The worst levels, I think, are the ones where there's a giant wall of gears and drills behind you, mm-hmm. and it's chasing you, and it's See, really fast. I love fast. those. Uh, sure, And that yeah. means the level is going to be quick, because it's right. always moving forward. You do have to, yeah. You want to keep it moving fast, but I just, after the first one of those, I hated it. And then and I can see that, because it's a great way to lose a lot of lives. Yeah, because they're one-hit kills, no matter how many helmets or whatever, but... You know, and then I was able to see one coming up ahead of time, and I was like, uh, it's right at... I think the beginning of the third chunk of the game, but I was like, nope, not doing it, skipping it. My other big problem with these levels is that many of them have a lot of gotcha moments in them. There are enemies that jump out or fall, and you won't yeah. know it until you get to a certain point. Right, you, yeah. And then they also do one of the most, my most hated things in a game, which is, here's the flag at the end, which is how you get through most levels. You get to the flag, the level ends. Yeah, that's your goal. Some way on the way to that flag, there's a, there's a, a secret hole in the ground. <laughs> and you're just going to fall through and have to do a third of the level over again. Yeah, well, you gotta got to get that eye clops or something to reveal. <laughs> I know, but I'm just that's just some cheap lengthening, I felt like, that didn't need to be in there. I see. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Like I said, it was weird. I, I had fun poking around, just screwing with it in a weird way, you know, just to see, well, what's up here? And, you know, since you're actually getting, like, power-ups or time or Mm. lives or continues or or even you know teleporters to different levels or parts of levels yeah sometimes they're just the beginning of the level they'll teleport you back and you're like what or there's one level in particular where it's like three very similar areas in a row yeah and and you get teleported back and i'm like which one am i at i don't even know they trick me yeah i don't like being tricked (laughs) yeah i don't know i think you know what else i don't like being that's stared at especially by my own character Every time I stop moving. What? Uh, I, didn't I don't notice, like but... the fact that Kid Chameleon, when you're not moving the character forward, he stops and stares directly at you at the screen. <laughs> head on. No, well, like, he's got sunglasses it, on. You it, don't know what It doesn't he's take like a moment, like idle animation, like, hey, hurry it up. The second you stop moving, he's just front, like, hey, <laughs> hey. And I'm like, I don't, I don't like that. I don't like it at all. And in fact, I'll go one step further and say, I don't like the proportions of Kid Chameleon. Oh, yeah. It's, it's like... You know, it's almost chibi because mm-hmm. he's got like a giant head. Right, right. But the proportions are wrong where everything just looks stubby on him. He looks yeah. stubby, not cool or cute. Well, I like the smallness of all the sprites. Like Now, this is where I will compliment the game is that the other sprites, all the enemies are awesome. I yeah. really like them. Yeah, there's some... Uh... They're all pretty well animated and some pretty cool, like, even if they're not all, like, thematically driven, you know what Correct. I mean, in any real way, shape, or form. But it's a wild and wacky game, so it kind of excuses itself in that way. I just felt that the all of the sprites for Kid Chameleon and his various suits were just 
I don't know, the word I would use is stubby. And I was like, I don't want to be a stubby little kid. I want to be like a chibi fun character or a badass. See, he reminds me in proportions more of like Beautiful Joe or something that, I don't know, it, it didn't really bug me. But, you know, like I think the Cyclone or the Iclops look, looked cool. But um, I was just happy that there were small sprites with some, you know, lots of real estate to see. And, you know, you Which is a nice change coming. for most Genesis games. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it does do, like we kind of mentioned before, if you're jumping and there's nothing up there in the sky, you're going to bounce off that, which this isn't the first game to do that, but it's always a pain in the butt. Mm-hmm. And then one of the final things, well, it's not true. One of the last two things on my list of grievances <laughs> uh, is that the music is either awesome or awful. It's Yeah, it's not the best. You get some great funky lines, man, that I love that. Slap bass. Yeah, yeah. Some great beats. Some of them, it's like you got Toe Jam and Earl vibes. Exactly. You know? And then there are some where where literally the lady of the house was like, what is that noise in there? And I was like, <laughs> oh, it's the game I'm playing. It's destroying ourselves. Because it makes some horrible Genesis noises. Yeah. There was some weird stuff going on there that the music's just kind of in the middle for me, I think. Mm-hmm. Like, eh. Even the good stuff, it's not like super catchy or memorable. No, it's just real funky. Yeah. No, it's, it's good stuff. Uh... And then my final gripe is the laziness of the bosses in this game. The bosses are not very cool. No, they are not fun to fight, and they are the same boss over and over again with just one slight difference. Yeah, you're fighting this weird heads, um, which I think would be fine if they... That was like one of the five bosses that I fought in the game. Yeah, or... Or different sprites for the heads. they didn't take like... 400 jumps to kill where you're just like, Lord, this is, takes forever. It's yes. a, and they move. Every, everything about them is slow and long. It's a, and they're, they are strange. The bosses is definitely one of the weakest points of the game. Like I wish there were no bosses I wish or there different were, ones. Yeah. I wish there were just bosses that look like maybe just a bigger version of one of these normal sprites or, you know, yeah. or something that's different, but no, it's, it's just heads. It's all big heads. I feel like you could have used some of the memory used on the extra, I don't know, 30 levels that I didn't need to go through <laughs> to just do a sprite swap on the heads at least. Yeah, or, yeah, change the colors, something. Anything. Now, it is kind of a double-edged sword that there are a million levels in this game. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's cool. Like, if you owned it, what a great amount of replayability. Yeah, yeah. But without a password, though, even with, like, you know, the ability to get more continues, this game is like a never-ending gauntlet. Yeah, it, even if... It's not a problem staying alive. It's just a long game. And if you get one of the weird exits that takes you back levels, oh. Yeah. But even though some of those, it's like you can accidentally warp yourself back, but you'll have a different suit in this level. So you can sometimes use that to get into a different path back up. Like it's. You uh, would really have to know so much about this game. Yeah. Well, it's. Yeah. It's one of these games where you would want to screw around with and learn the ins and outs, you know, which. Is a lot of fun, not so much when you're trying to cram it in a week, but... <laughs> well, luckily, there is a really good series of maps online. Yeah. Which... At the uh, Video Game Atlas, and they are done by uh, Dark Wolf. Mm, Dark Wolf. Uh, Dark Wolf is amazing, a very prolific mapper. And I think he actually has written his own software that pulls these map data out of the game. Oh, really? Wow, that's impressive. Where it like plays through the level in a way, uh, software-wise, to generate that full map. mm that's yeah. Well, I didn't know about these sweet maps, so you but really, really missed out. Because I found not f- only do they uh, are they you know just a map with all the graphics, mm-hmm. but they have all of the teleports labeled and where they where they end up in the level and what new levels they take you to. Nice, which is extremely extremely useful. 
Definitely, yeah. I I did use a map that was made by one of the playtesters, kind of. These little, kind of, he made his own routes through the game that broke it down. Because when you look at one of these graphics people have made where it shows you, like, here's all the levels and how they connect. It's yeah. overwhelming. You're like, whoa. Yeah, it is very weird and hard to grasp at some points. Because there's, like, the individual maps for the level, but then there's a map of how to get through the game. Yeah, which, that's, when I first saw that, that was when I was really like, oh, right, man, I'm into it. But, um... And then when you see it broken down into, like, sections, because, you know, we mentioned about the bosses. There are only four boss fights in this game. So yes, the way that the, this uh, gentleman, Doug Lanford, I, I just used these maps. That I guess he had made or had updated since he had played it years ago or whatever. But it yeah. broke it down into a much smaller, more palatable, like, okay, I see what's actually going on. They said a the, giant list of... Yeah, of arrows going this way, where it's like this bizarre flow chart. And I'm like, whoa. Right. Which, you know, I like... One of the reasons I like this game is because I like being lost in games. I realized, like, we're just like, I don't know what to do. I got to go. Just keep going. See where you go and try to remember and re-explore. So this game kind of scratches that itch for me, you know? All right. In, in a weird side-scrolling And I way. don't like that. So it's one of the core reasons <laughs> I don't like this game is that I don't want to be lost. I want to feel like I'm moving forward always. Like, I, I have a goal, and I know I'm going towards it. Yeah, I like it with a little non-linearity, I guess. I don't know. You know? I guess. <laughs> Well, that's it for part one of my favorite game of the year, Kid Chameleon. <laughs> uh, next week's game will be part two of Kid Chameleon. And if you want to get a start on the game after that, will be Power Strike for the Sega Master System. Oh, yeah. So find a copy of that game or, you know, finish playing Kid Chameleon if you've got it in you. Yeah, that's right, Sega fans. This is your month, our affectionately nicknamed Sega Vember Outreach Program. So grab a copy of this game any way you can. Find your controllers and play along, friends. And if you love Kid Chameleon so much, let us know at cartridgecommand at gmail.com, and we will uh, love it. Nick will love it. No, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sure there are plenty of you out there that do love Kid Chameleon, and I hope I haven't offended you too much. But if I have, let me know on Facebook at Cartridge Command or on the Twitter at Cart Command. I also sometimes post when new shows drop on those services. Oh, yeah. And, of course, it is those wonderful and fine folks that give to us at patreon.com slash cartridgecommand. For it is the diamonds they throw our way that oh, allow us man. to use our special podcasting powers. Special powers indeed. Every week. Yes, they're great, great people. Yes, without you folks, we wouldn't be able to do this wonderful show. And because of you guys, we keep doing it and will keep doing it. So thank you all so very, very much. Yeah. And as always, Cartridge Commandos, game on! Oh, okay. It's just a screen clearer. Okay, okay. And, and then, then oh, sorry, go, go for it. You, you, you do it. it.